Fort Wayne WoWo's Farm Director, Rob Winters. Rob, good afternoon to you, my friend. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm good. Good. Good to have you on. Like I say, we don't do this often enough, but uh, Rob is always really good that when something of any consequence is breaking, he lets us know. And uh, we have a congresswoman here today, uh, uh, Rob, that's letting us know about a statement uh, that came out from our governor about the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. We all know about East Palestine, but tell us how East Palestine now is trying to make its way known in Indiana. Well, you know, Pat, the uh, news started coming out earlier today. I, I think, you know, a lot of the details anyway, because I think it uh, hasn't been a big mystery, this whole business with the train derailment. It's difficult to, to uh, not have seen it if you've been watching anything in terms of television news or even listening to Whoa, Yeah, kind of hard to hide. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, I continue to, uh, you know, as Christian guys who have read the Bible over and over, is it East Palestine or East Palestine? Yeah, see, I've had trouble with that all along. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah. We're going to go with Palestine because that's what I'm hearing all the uh, national news guys say. But the train derailment, uh, uh, some of that hazardous material is being shipped right here to our state. Now, if you've uh, not been listening to any news or exposed to any news, Throughout the course of the day, you've probably missed a bunch of this, but uh, it looks like what's happening here is that they intended to ship some of that hazardous material to a little town in Indiana called Rochdale, which is it uh, looks like about 40 miles northwest of Indianapolis, just right. south of Crawfordsville in Putnam County. Right. And okay, now, now, few- now, is this an intent to transport, or have they already begun transporting? Well, that's a little hazy at this point, but uh, the rest of the story begins to get troubling as we go along because they're shipping it to a place called the Heritage Environmental Hazardous Waste Landfill in Putnam County there by by uh, Roachdale. Same company, different facility in Ohio, which was tagged with 195 violations over four years for releasing dangerous toxins into the air. Oops. So if that's the kind of behavior that this company is used to, a little troubling to consider that it's coming here to the state. But uh, let's first of all take a listen to the uh, Region 5 EPA administrator and what she had to say, because it'll kind of lay the groundwork for the rest of the story. Okay. So if we can have that cut. Here we go. We had promised to notify elected officials and our state agency partners before approving the shipment of any waste from the derailment to their state or district, and we have done that. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We have done that. Are people in Indiana saying that that happened? (laughs) That's where the rub starts. This from Governor Holcomb earlier today. He said, I continue to object to the EPA administrator's decision from Washington, D.C. to move hazardous waste from the East Palestine train derailment to Indiana. Further, there has been a lack of any communication with me and other Indiana officials about this decision. Okay. Uh, This gal telling us that she, in fact, had spoken to everybody and told them it was on the way. Not so much. Not according to the governor. He went on to say that after learning third-hand, not first-hand, they didn't call him directly, he learned about it third-hand, 
that these materials may be transported to our state. He learned that apparently late yesterday and directed his environmental director to reach out to the agency in D.C. that the materials should go to the nearest facilities, not be moved from the far eastern side of Ohio right. to the far western side of Indiana. And he made a request to, to, to speak to the EPA administrator to discuss that. Um, hadn't heard from him. Well, I mean, th- this is... I'm sorry. This, this feels a little devious to me. Uh, I mean, if I'm the governor of the state and you say we've reached out to every place where this stuff's going to go and you're the governor, I imagine the first thing he did is he probably looked across the breakfast table to Mrs. Holcomb and go, honey, I haven't heard anything from this. He probably got on the phone right away and called everybody of every agency that should have been notified. And he's probably getting, based on what he said, that, no, we haven't been notified at all. Right. Now, I, I appreciate the fact that he wants to get with the agency. The other thing I think I would do is I think I would also get a hold of this company in Rochdale that's affiliated with the one in Ohio and say, you're not allowed to receive anything until our office says so. Well, uh, there's more to the story uh, along those same lines, one of which is they're going to move that on uh, state road systems. Okay, And the Indiana Department of Transportation said that it had not been involved in or received any requests for supportive related movement of hazardous materials from the train derailment. So you would think that if anything was that hazardous, that it would probably require state patrol to come along with the flashing lights and all that sort of stuff. But to your point about the hazardous waste uh, landfill there in Rochdale, uh, Putnam County Emergency Management Director David Coston, he said the Rochdale, Indiana Hazardous Waste Landfill would first have to test samples of the toxic material to even see if it can be processed at the Rochdale facility. And if, and if that proved the, to, to be the case that, in fact, they could deal with it, Putnam County commissioners would then uh, hold local community meetings to brief residents on the process before it could ever get started. So the whole thing, uh, premature, number one. Number two, um, you know, no word to the governor. You'd think that he'd be the first guy. Uh, the whole thing kind of smells funny. Yeah, it's funny and, and putrid and all kinds of happy things. Um, I'm sure, and I, I can't tell you I know this for sure, but I would be really shocked if our governor had not made a call to the governor's office of Ohio and said, Mr. Governor, I I certainly understand the position that you're in. I'm not saying we can't do something to help you, but what gives? How does this happen? And I'm not even aware. Well, and uh, I think uh, absolutely to to have as many of these people, to your point, uh, involved in the conversation as possible. But uh, don't you think it probably makes some sense to, you know, first of all, contain it? Get it into containers uh, before you just start uh, shipping it off to who knows where without telling anybody it's on the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- this is not something that you know, this is like, hey, do we just want to let you know? Guess what we did? You know, uh, th- this isn't how this works. This is here's what we would really like to do. We think it's in the best interest of our state and probably your state and blah blah blah. And then you try to sell it, but then I don't see how you do this without making the people in the state of Indiana aware of what's coming. I mean, they very easily, you know, because of where they're located, uh, they could be coming from there uh, even across 
interstate or across, shall we say, Highway 30 or Highway 24. You know, there should right. be some connectedness here. And I look, I don't really want this to be coming anywhere near Fort Wayne. Uh, that to begin with, yes. And uh, without the Indiana Department of Transportation notified as to this whole thing, uh, I mean, Okay, first of all, you know, we, we've had a, a, a rail disaster yes. okay, with the derailment of the train. Uh, do you want to complicate that by having some sort of disaster along the roadway? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's talk to the Indiana Department of Transportation and the Departments of Transportation in Ohio as well, since the, the, probably the greatest distance of it is coming across Ohio. Get those guys involved first, but, you know, if, contain it. Okay, contain it, get it in containers. It's not going anywhere any further. And and then let's figure out where we're headed with it. Because, again, back to the point that uh, the emergency management director in Putnam County is saying is we're not even sure that this landfill in Rochdale can process this stuff. You know, it's, uh, they've got their limitations. So, you know, we need to test this toxic material to see if it can even be processed at that plant before you start dragging it over here. You drag it over here, park it in the parking lot, and then what? And then we figure out it's, it, it can't be processed here? Yeah. Uh, no, no, you're exactly correct. Um, and, and, you know, where we're sitting here going, okay, wait a minute, this is Ohio's problem, which is it or not, that could be bandied about a little bit. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you say, okay, whose fault is this? And why haven't you let Indiana know? You, when, when you were talking just now, it went off in my head, do the citizens of Ohio do they even know what's going to be coming across their state? <laughs> well, you know, based on what we're looking at here with, with as much as has been going on that uh, has not been known to them. But, you know, we talk about tra- uh, transparency, but there had not been very much transparency here. Uh, so, you know, just based on uh, you know, p- previous activity here, you, you wouldn't suspect that a lot of the people in Ohio even understand what's going on. I agree with you completely, you know, about the fact that it can be bandied about whose problem is this. But the bottom line at the moment is we got a problem. We do have a problem. But let's deal with it realistically and logically instead of just carting it off to some place before we even figure out whether or not that facility can deal with it. Yeah, Rob, uh, you do a great job as our farm director, and you're doing it again, uh, concerned about things not only in our fields, but things on our roads and coming from another state to this one. Let's do this, Rob. Over the next few days, let's decide between you and me together that as we find out even more and more information comes up, we get a hold of each other and we keep sharing it online because the people of Fort Wayne need to know. I don't see any way. Uh, looking from where it is to where it's going in Indiana, that it doesn't pass around and through Fort Wayne, Indiana. Absolutely. And that's a big concern. It is. Rob Winters, thank you so much, my friend. We'll talk to you tomorrow and the next day and the next day and as many days as this takes. And don't forget, you can always hear Rob and Wowo's Farm Report on Saturday mornings from 8 to 9. I'm going to be back with more straight ahead here as we've got breaking news and other news and things that we want to talk about here on Wowo 1190 AM, 107.5 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.